What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are Deep Dive Sports, and we are back with another episode of the Lights Out podcast. Today, we've got Antonio and Duke, as always, back on the podcast. And today, we're just going to be going over the UFC 266 fight card. Um, we're going to lay out our picks, talk about the fights a little bit. Um, that's pretty much going to be it for this week. So I'm going to start off with you, Duke. I want to see what your thoughts are on the main card and who you think is going to win. Yeah, so I guess just starting off kind of the bottom, the first fight on the main card is Jessica Andrade versus Cynthia Calvillo. Uh, Jessica is number one, ranked number one, and then Cynthia is uh, ranked number five. For me, I have uh, Jessica Andrade winning this one simply just because if you ever watched her fight, I mean, she's just an absolute beast, um, really strong, a lot of pressure. Um, one of her no- uh, most recent notable fights i mean she had a loss to valentina shevchenko but as i'll talk about in a minute because shevchenko is also on this card losing to valentina shevchenko uh, i don't think is a is a crazy thing i think shevchenko is like one of the best women to fight in mma right now so a loss to her i don't think carries as much as much weight as losing to somebody like a little lower ranked and then recently she's won against caitlin chukagan uh who's pretty high ranked and uh, you know, she lost to Rose, lost to Whaley, but she has some, a lot of notable wins under her belt. I mean, she beat Rose uh, the first time they fought, Karolina Kvokovic's the first time they fought, Tisha Torres. The list goes on. She's fought a lot of good people, and so is Cynthia, but I'm going with Jessica just simply because the power and the pressure that she brings. Um, I think she gets it done. Moving up to uh, the next one, which I think is going to be a banger, the heavyweight bout. You got Curtis Blades and Jarzinho. Roizenstrick. Uh, Jarzinho is ranked number six. Curtis Blades is number four. Uh, this one, this one was a tough one for me. I think uh, I'm not a big Curtis Blades fan, just in general. I mean, I know he had his uh, just a recent loss to uh, Derek Lewis, and I'm a major Derek Lewis fan. I don't think Curtis Blades is bad by any means. Obviously, he's ranked number four, but I, I'd like to think Jarzinho gets it done. Uh, you know, Jarzinho came up coming off that hard loss to Francis Ngannou where he got his lights, I mean, just knocked out of him in like the first 15 seconds, really. Um, but I still think, uh, I think Jarzinho Roizenstrick gets it done. I think Curtis Blade, I, I think actually it might be a close fight until maybe the second round. I bet, I bet Roizenstrick gets it done, KOTKO in the second round. Moving up, now we're getting into some real juicy stuff. The welterweight bout, Robbie Lawler, who's ranked number 15 currently, and then you have an unranked Nick Diaz finally making his comeback after however many years. Uh, this one, I, I honestly, I, I can't pick a fighter for this one. I, I mean, Nick Diaz, I don't really know what to expect. I mean, obviously, I think we can, we can expect to see original Nick Diaz coming back, but it's just been so many years since we've seen him. I don't really know. I mean, obviously I, I don't know what he brings to the table. I mean, he's going to be a gangster just like Nate, but when you, you know, kind of match up against Robbie Lawler, who, I mean, he has his nickname is ruthless for a reason. If you've watched any of his past fights, Rory McDonald comes to mind. Um, I, I just don't know who to pick in this one. I guess if my hand was forced, I would pick Robbie Lawler just because he has been more active and he hasn't even, you know, been that particularly active as of late, but I guess I would just pick Robbie Lawler, Nick Diaz, maybe the ring rust will affect him. Who knows? Uh, Both men are absolute killers. I mean, Robbie Lawler brings the pressure. 
the power. Nick Diaz obviously just brings the attitude and the boxing and the jujitsu. But I think Robbie Lawler maybe gets it done. Uh, I'd say TKO, KO, maybe second or third round. Again, a lot of KO TKOs coming out <laughs> on this card. Uh, moving up, we got the co-main event, uh, Valentina Shevchenko versus Lauren Murphy. I'm just going to give the entire win to Val- Valentina Shevchenko. I really don't see anybody in the women's flyweight division right now kind of coming close to her at all. Any fight that you watch that she's in, she just absolutely dominates everybody. I think she's an absolute monster. As I said earlier, I think she's one of the best fighters in women's, women's MMA right now. And I mean, Lauren Murphy, I mean, she's good. If you look at her record, I mean, obviously she's ranked number three, but I think Valentina just gets it done. I don't know how she gets it done, but I know she's just going to get it done. Just ruthless. And I mean, just string, string the wins up as she has the entire time of her career. And last fight here in the main card is Alexander Volkanovsky versus Brian Ortega. This is at featherweight, which is 145 pounds. Um, Currently, Alexander Volkanovsky is the champion. Brian Ortega is trying to take that away from him. But I do think Alexander Volkanovsky gets it done. I think Brian Ortega is a great fighter again. I mean, all these guys, if you're fighting for the championship belt, you're no slouch and you're obviously really good. But I think Brian Ortega's skill set compared to Volkanovsky's skill set, I feel like from watching their fights. I think Volkanovski is just more of a complete fighter than Brian Ortega. Again, Ortega's got great punches. I mean, he's been working on that. He was originally a jiu-jitsu guy. He trained under Gracie, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu with Henner in uh, California. But he, he's a jiu-jitsu background. You know, he's been working on strikes all along. He's no slouch again, like I said. Jiu-jitsu's great. His striking's improving. But I think just Alexander Volkanovski striking. Volkanovski has good wrestling. I'm not sure what his BJJ rank is, but I imagine it's it's probably pretty high, maybe brown or purple belt, if I had to guess. But I still think just Volkanovski's probably his power and just the pressure that he brings with the wrestling and the takedowns, I think he gets it done. I just, yeah, I think he gets it done. Probably KO, TKO again, just because I don't, I don't really see him submitting Brian Ortega, but I guess it's a possibility. I think it's a possibility. I think I think Volkanovski gets KO, TKO, maybe third or fourth round. I mean, Brian Ortega is pretty durable, as we've seen from his previous fights. So maybe he, he could hang in there, give himself a chance. But again, I think the champ gets it done and takes the belt home. And one last card, I, or a fight I kind of wanted to touch on was in the prelims, and that's Dan, Her- Dan Hooker versus Nasrat. Um, it's a lightweight bout. Obviously, Dan Hooker coming off that um, big loss to Michael Chandler back in – I think it was it was either January I think it was January or July I can't can't exactly remember I think it was January yeah he uh, got knocked out by Michael Chandler in the first minute of round one I think uh, he's coming back to fight Nasrat Nasrat is unranked Dan Hooker is number eight right now currently in the light heavyweight uh, light lightweight division sorry um, I think Dan Hooker gets it done I'm a, I'm a big Dan Hooker fan just the way he mixes it up he's always down for a brawl if you watch his fight with Dustin Poirier I mean it shows that he has a lot of heart. He's durable. Um, I like I like the way this is going to sound kind of weird, but I just like Dan Hooker's stature. I like I like his personality. He's long. He's lanky. I feel like he can kind of come in, come out of range as he feels you know 
as he feels he's in danger or not in danger. I think he mixes it up well, obviously fighting out of the camp. Um, Adesanya and Volkanovski, all three of those guys are all fight out of the same camp in New Zealand, Auckland, New Zealand, I believe. So all of them fight out of the same camp, all great fighters. I do think uh, Dan Hooker gets it done. Maybe, maybe another KO, TKO, second, third round. <laughs> Sorry, I, I feel like I'm just kind of a broken record, but when I'm looking at it, it's kind of like – I feel like this is a stacked card, obviously, and everybody that's on it, I feel like you know, have a lot of potential, a lot of power punchers. Again, you know, Okanovsky, Shevchenko, Robbie Lawler, Roizenstrick, Jessica Andrade. I think all those, I think you could say all, all those guys are very, you know, they have a lot of power in their hands. And Dan Hooker, I mean, his might be a TKO, or maybe his isn't just a single knockout. Maybe, you know, puts a combination together and knocks him down. But that's my take on the card. It's this Saturday. Well, I like the picks. I disagree with you in a couple of situations. Um, but I'll, I'll start from the bottom, work my way up. Jessica Andrade versus Cynthia Calvio. I mean, I've got to take Jessica in this fight. Um, been around a lot longer than Cynthia has, especially in the UFC. Uh, as you mentioned, Jessica's had some extremely notable names on her and her uh, on her career path. And she's lost some big ones, but she's won some big ones too. And just recently lost against Shevchenko, as you said. And I, I just don't think, I think Cynthia is a good fighter. I think she's pretty well-rounded, but I think Jessica is just going to be way too heavy for her. Say that's probably a KO, TKO, but I wouldn't be shocked if it was a submission win for Jessica. I don't think that goes the distance, but if it does, it's I think it's going to be unanimous, Jessica, either way. Moving up to Curtis Blades and Jorginho, Roizenstrike. I'd like to think it's going to be a close fight. I like Curtis Blades. I like Derek Lewis a lot more. I'm in the same boat as you. Obviously got his nights turned off in a fraction of a second in that fight, which is pretty crazy. Um, but I'm going to have to say Jorginho probably gets this one done in round one. Um, I, I really, I don't know. I think Jarzinho is too much for Curtis right now. I think Curtis is going to be a little skittish coming off that last fight. Uh, I don't think that's him personally. I don't, I don't think I would see that in him, but you never know with these heavyweights, especially when they really get hit like that, like he did. I mean, we saw it with Francis Ngannou in our first fight with Stipe Miocic. Or was it second fight or first fight? I can't remember. And he came out just scared. I mean, he was nervous. I wouldn't be shocked if we saw that in Curtis Blades, and I, I think Jorginho probably gets this one done in the first round. Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler. It's, it's been a lot longer than a couple of years, as you said. Yeah. It was 2015. I just, personally, I don't, don't see it possible for Nick to come back after, I mean, how many years is that? Seven years? Six, six and a half years almost? Um and, and to win a fight against Ruthless Robbie Lawler, who's one of my favorite fighters and always has been, um, I think probably gets this done during probably a split decision, if I'm being honest. But I, I don't think I don't think either – I couldn't see either one of them getting knocked out. If, it, if somebody does get knocked out, it's going to be Nick, in my opinion. But I don't know. That's a fight I'm super excited for either way. Moving on to the Valentina Shevchenko versus Lauren Murphy fight. I mean – you can't just you can't, you can't not give it to Shevchenko as you were saying. She's she's just a different animal. And for me, the more exciting fighter to watch over Amanda Nunes. Amanda, great. She's obviously the women's MMA goat. Um, but for me personally, I just 
I love the way Shevchenko fights. She's aggressive. Obviously, she's, she's just as dominant as Amanda. They fought twice. For me, questionable on if Amanda won either of those fights, but <laughs> those are her only two losses in the UFC, and she's just been utterly, completely dominant. And that's not to put anything against Lauren Murphy. I mean, she's won five of her last fights, but she's also only finished one out of those five of her last fights. And that's not something you want to see against Valentina Shevchenko, who's finished her last, like, 19 opponents. <laughs> um, right. So I'm probably going to give that one to Valentino, TKO, probably round two. Office when you're fighting Yeah, you just... I don't know. We'll see how she comes out, but I just don't see it happen. I don't think anybody's stopping Valentina. I don't think anybody's stopping Amanda Nunes. Um, I think they'll probably retire exactly where they're sitting. I would love to see another Valentina and Amanda fight. Obviously, that's been talked about before, but it, it's hard to get that trilogy when you've been beaten twice, as they say, but I don't know, man. <laughs> I really think she won that second fight. I think that would be at least if Amanda... If Amanda wins her next fight, because her last fight was delayed, um, if Amanda wins her next fight, which she will, she, I mean, I don't, I know they're running out of ideas for Amanda, and I think if you give her Valentina for the title, whichever way she wants to go, if she wants to try to hold three belts, or if Valentina wants to try to take one of hers, I think that's the fight to make. And if Amanda wins, then she retires, and if Valentina wins, then maybe she doesn't. But I think that's the best fight to make personally because I think it would keep these two just completely dominant women. It would give them something to do. Anyway, main event, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Brian Ortega. I spoke about Volkanovsky pretty open-handedly. as not a big fan of him um, a couple of podcasts back. Brian Ortega is kind of, I mean, he's been a dominant fighter. Obviously, he's 15-1, and one, no, won no contest. Been a little plagued with injuries and this and there it hasn't had a whole lot moving for him, but obviously he's finally made his way up to a title shot again, which I believe is hundred percent deserved for him. And honestly, I'm going to give him this fight. I know you gave it to Volkanovsky. I know. Uh, I, I think he could do it. Um, personally, I, I like Volkanovsky's fighting style. I, I would hundred percent agree with you that he's more well-rounded, but if, if Ortega isn't able to take this fight, which I'm going to give to him versus, as a decision win, to be honest, a split decision win. If he doesn't take it, I think it's also going to be a split decision. I don't think anybody gets finished in that fight. I think they both, I think Volkanovsky probably has the power to do it. I don't know if Ortega carries the power to knock out Volkanovsky, but I, I think he could put a hell of a fight. He puts on the fight he get, he did against Max Holloway when Ortega and Holloway fought. I think that fight beats Volkanovsky. I think it beats Volkanovski because Max Holloway did that exact same thing to Volkanovski and he got robbed. I think if it happens to Volkanovski again, I think. He but I also wanted to bring up the fight on the prelims. Marlon Moraes versus the Marab fight. <clears throat> it's the main fight on the prelims. Let's see. Marlon's number six and Marab's number 11 in the bantamweight division. That's a fight I'm super excited for. Unfortunately, I don't think there's any fight in Marlon for this. Uh, as much as that pains me to say, because he's been in the business for so long, he's been dominant for quite a while. Um, he's on a two-fight lose streak. Marab's on like a three- or four-fight win streak, absolutely destroying everybody that he's coming through. And to be fair to Marab, Marlon, 
I mean, his last two losses are against what, like Corey Sanhagen and Rob Font or something, They're like number two and number three guys. Yeah. It's nothing to sleep on. Yeah, and he, his last fight was in 2019 against Jose Aldo. I'm, those aren't two fights to sleep on for sure. But I think giving him another guy that's on his way up when he's on a two-fight lose streak is probably that does not bode well for Marlon. I think Murad probably gets this done in two, at least two rounds, probably t- KO, TKO for that. I was looking at, I was just looking at the stats for that one and something that stuck out to me. Just, I just wanted to throw this in there real quick. Uh, per 15 minutes, the takedown average for Marlon Marias is 0.43. The takedown average for Marab is 7.8. So there's quite a difference in takedowns per 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think, I think that's pretty handily Marab. And it, obviously he's, he's not quite top 10 yet, but. He's a beast. I mean, he's just, he's a beast. That's all I can say about it. Um, I know we disagreed in a couple points. They gave me a shocked look when I said I'm giving Vulcan or Tega that fight. Yeah, well, it is what it is. I mean, both guys are going to bring the fight. I just think when you look at the, I mean, I don't think that Alexander won the fight against Max Holloway. For sure, not the second one. The first one we could have a discussion about. But I think the discrepancy between Volkanovski and Holloway fighting versus the Ortega and Holloway fight. I think Volkanovski looked better than Ortega when they walked away from fighting Max Holloway. So that's why I would think that Volkanovski has the advantage over Brian Ortega. I mean, it's a fight, so anything can happen. But. Right. I I mean, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I just I think Brian's a, a hell of a tough fighter. I think. I think it'll be a good fight either way. I don't think either one of these guys get finished. I'll be I'll be shocked, personally, especially with Brian proving the chin that he has time and time and time again. But let's know about that, Antonio. I want to hear what are your fight picks? What do you think is going to happen this this weekend? All right, let's get to it. So we'll start from the bottom, go to the top, like we've been doing. Uh, Jessica Andrade uh, against Cynthia Calvillo. Yeah, Calvillo, yeah. Calvillo. All right. There we go. I, I will I will take uh, Jessica on this one um, due to her being the veteran as she is with having 30 professional fights underneath her belt. Um, and I, unfortunately for her, she she has lost three of her last four fights, but you know, two of them were for the title shot. So she's already been in those situations, you know, in very prime situations where she knows you know, and knows what she needs to do. She's very well experienced against Cynthia. I think only has, yeah, only has 12 fights compared to, like I said, just cause 30. So I think, and especially with her power, her, her prowess in the, in the octagon, she'll definitely, she'll definitely be the force that I think uh, uh, that's going to be needed for the win. So I think, I think Jessica either will, I think, like uh, Chase said, uh, I think she'll win by either submission. Um, if she doesn't win by submission, she probably will get a split to sit. And then, then going into the heavyweights, we got Curtis versus Jarzino. Um, I would, I will go with Jarzino on this one because obviously with the heavyweight, it's mainly it's mainly about the power. And yeah, I I think Jarzino brings a little bit more of that than Curtis does. And I think he'll he'll get the TKO either late first round or early second round. And then 
And like we say, we got Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler. You know, like, like we've already said, Nick Diaz coming back from six years of, you know, doing nothing and probably partying. You know, and unfortunately for Nick Diaz, he's coming against, you know, Robbie Lawler. He's been lo- way more active than he's been uh, professionally with his last fight, I believe, like 2020. So he's definitely been more active than Nick Diaz has. So, but granted, he has, Robbie has lost his last four fights, but again, he's been active. So he knows how, you know, to, to still fight in a flipping octagon compared to Nick. So, but, uh, but I, I don't think anybody will get the TKL in that one. He'll probably go the distance. Um, but I will probably go with Robbie just because how active he's been. And, um, you know, he's probably more conditioned than Nick Diaz. Is, so, and then we got Valentina uh, Shevchenko and Lauren Murphy uh, for the title fight in the flyweight division. I, I will side with everybody else here that uh, Shevchenko will will get the win on this one. Somebody's uh, got to give it to Lauren Murphy. Oh <laughs> uh, no, 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 no! Shevchenko definitely, definitely is a beast. Um, probably, yeah, like you guys have said, probably nobody within the flyweight, uh, the women's flyweight, it definitely can't really fight her right now. <laughs> There's really no competition, you know. But no, I definitely think with Shevchenko, with the, you know, with how aggressive and powerful that she is, she just basically will take anybody and just flip and annihilate them. So, and I don't think anything different with this fight against Murphy. So definitely Shevchenko. I, I would like to see a take TKO, probably, I say anywhere between round two, round three. Who knows? As we as we all say, you know, a fight, anything happens. Could be earlier, could be later, could be totally a surprise. And then we got the main fight, Alexander the Great Volkanovsky versus Brian Ortega. I I, I guess I'm the the decider on this one. Uh, so I'm one gonna one. I'm gonna side with Duke on this one and get hey. Volkanovsky. Come on, with it, with Alexander the Great, come on, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> But no, it, it, I, I will, I will be, I do agree with Duke that he's definitely probably the better overall fighter. So he been in more situ, he know, he, he can get himself out of situations a lot better than Ortega due to the fact that Ortega is more so a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu fighter compared to Volkanovski. He's got the Muay Thai. He's, he's got Greco Roman wrestling. So he, so he's good on his feet and also on the ground. So he's the better overall fighter, I think, in that regard. Um, but however, but not taking away any accreditation from Brian Ortega, like, like you, like you said, Chase, he's fifteen to one with one no contest. He's definitely a fighter to look at. But I think within this matchup, Volkanovski has the upper hand. And I do agree with you, Chase, that it will go the distance, and it will be a split decision. So I'll agree with you on that part. I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, all in all, pretty similar fight card between all of us. Um, yeah. I mean, the women's fights, I mean, I'm not going to say Jessica's, a, you know, a powerhouse, but to me, she is. It's just not somebody you want to give somebody that's, I wouldn't say she's a new, she's on her way up and Jessica's always been on her up. Curtis Blades versus, did you, did you give that to Curtis Duke? I can't remember. No, I gave it to Jorginho. Yeah, so we all took Jarzino there. We all took – you took Nick Diaz, didn't you, though? 
No, I took Robbie Lawler. Did you? I took Robbie Lawler, yeah. Just the power and the pressure. And then, again, just that he's been more active lately. I just think I think he gets it done. I said KOTKO. You guys might be right. Maybe it'll go to a decision. You gave every fight a TKO. KO. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Get excited. No, I mean, I'm beyond thrilled for this fight card. But any last comments from anybody? No. I'm looking forward to the fights as well. Definitely be a good weekend. Keep your eyes out. Prelims are even good. You got Dan Hooker, Marlon right. Marais, So Definitely, definitely tune in for the prelims. I mean, even if you like fighting, there's some good fights on the early prelims. A couple of undefeated fighters on there and Nick Maxoff. Some big names that could be made here. So that's pretty much all we got for you to this week, guys. We've got hopefully a potential up-and-comer fighter uh, interview working for you guys. So hopefully we'll be able to bring that to you guys soon. For now, that's all we got. We are Deep Dive Sports, and thank you for listening. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear more, feel free to listen to past episodes and look for new ones every Friday. And don't forget to follow us at deep.dive.sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for any update. And please let us know what you would like us to take a deep dive into next. As always, we are Deep Dive Sports. Until next time.